are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janon Red, here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, hey, y'all, you already know, man, it is the number one sports show in the region. And you already know it is already episode 98. We are two weeks away, officially two weeks away from our 100th episode of TKO and as always listen if it weren't because of you guys out there TKO Nation we would not be here right now if it were not because of your love and support your constant love and support week after week after week of course we would not be here today and also a big shout out to our um, studio providers and our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM because if it weren't because of CFRU of course, we would not be here today. We would not have a, even we would not even have a platform to to just broadcast our show to the whole world. So, shout out to our fans, to Nation, and shout out to CFRU, and shout out to everybody who's listening to this right now all over the world, man. So yeah, so that is obviously coming up, and I actually did my calculations. And if you look into your calendars right now. From uh, the day that you are listening to this right now, um, in the week of December 20th, well, uh, two weeks from now, we will be having our 100th episode. So as you can imagine, that will be during the first week of 2019. And I mean, that's that's just perfect timing. Like, how does that ever happen? Like, you know how sometimes, uh, if, you, if you actually remember, uh, when we just got started with TKO, our show would actually be broadcasted every two weeks. And then I, I can't actually remember from what time it was that we started going weekly and you know like it's just I feel like it was meant to be so that the first week of 2019 the first week of January of 2019 would be our 100th episode I mean that's just how the universe works and um, you know I'm not really a superficial person but you know when it comes to these type of stuff it's just it it cannot just be a coincidence, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just because our 100th episode is going to be on the first week of 2019, that's just a very good sign. And, you know, I think there's a really ancient saying that uh, however things go in in the beginning of the year, that's just kind of like foreshadowing how things will be for the rest of the year or something like that. I am totally paraphrasing right now, but you get what I'm saying. So, like I said, first week of January of 2019, will be our 100th episode and you already know man it is going to be one hell of an episode one iconic episode uh we'll be sort of previewing um some of our favorite moments of the past (laughs) 100 episodes so that's gonna be exciting and then of course we'll be having some surprises on the show so i'm not gonna you know spoil too much of it so you better tune in and during the first week of january for our 100th episode okay here we go okay so (laughs) there's that and man yeah like we only have two weeks left until the end of 2018 and um, it's been a good year, man. It's been a good year in terms of everything, and just just life in general, and of course combat sports. 
I can't actually remember what the first few fights of 2018 were because so many great fights have actually taken place throughout this whole year and every single fight it seems like it's almost overshadowing the previous ones that happened in in the past few weeks and the months and it's just getting better and better and better and i remember a few weeks ago i was telling you guys how excited i was for the deontay wilder and tyson fury fight and i still to this day actually think about that fight because of how great it was and how legendary it was and it really was if you actually had the chance to watch that fight by yourself and you know that's not all we still have so many great fights to 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 come up for the rest of this year and actually until the very end of 2018 until the very last day of this year we're going to be having great fights and you know i think um, the very last fight card of the year is going to be a new year's eve card by ryzen um the one that we said is going to be actually headlined by a um freak show fight i hate to use this word freak show but it you know it is what it is unfortunately uh, the the okay the good fight the 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 really popular i guess fight between floyd money mayweather and um kickboxing and mma um prospect and uh, tension nasukawa so that fight is actually happening guys and um yeah it's going to be on the new year's eve card for the ryzen um new year's eve card and uh, I'm actually exactly not sure how it's going to happen because when Floyd Money Mayweather was actually asked about this fight in general, he was saying that it's not really supposed to be televised and that it's actually supposed to be a private show for, for wealthy people only. I don't know, some some rubbish like that. And it really didn't really make any sense to me. If it is a private show, then why are we still talking about it in public? And why are, um, you know, why is the press actually covering it? Why are we actually getting details about how this fight is going to be how the rules are going to be things like that <laughs> if it, if it actually is indeed a private show so i'm not exactly sure but you know it will be in the in the best uh, favor of ryzen as a company and floyd money mayweather and tension nasukawa all of them it will be in favor of all of these parties if this uh, fight is actually televised and we all actually get to see how things will go between floyd money mayweather and tension nasukawa even though they both said that the 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 result of this fight is actually not going to be going into into books and it's not actually going to be counted as a professional fight and there are indeed no no judges for this fight which is really weird and you know i guess they're just fighting for 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 fun so i guess that's what happens when you're a really rich boxer and uh you're just kind of bored and you just want to do something with your life so yeah that's what happens and uh you know you know what man even though Floyd Money Mayweather is not really at his prime anymore, and um, even though Tenshin Nasukawa is one young of a fighter, and um, you know he's really talented and everything, but I feel like. Like I said, Floyd is way past his prime and Tension has still a long way to go in terms of actually getting to his prime. I feel like he's not really at his prime yet. You know, having said all those things, I still feel like this fight should be a relatively good one because it's just going to be fun. I mean, I, I, I like watching fights overall. If it's a uh, local fight, if it's a really good international fight, I don't really care as long as the fight demonstrates at least a bit of technicality and, um, you know, just, just good skills. I, I like to watch everything. So even if they do televise this fight, 
just randomly I, w- I would love to watch it even though it's not going to be really counted as a professional fight for either one of them but like I said yeah it will be a fun fight so but not saying that I will actually be paying for the pay-per-view because I'll actually be paying a lot for pay-per-views because there's so many other great fight cards happening around around the same time and I you know I, I just don't want to go broke and uh, yeah so I'll probably be watching highlights of the fight the day after or something but you know I will still give it a give it a watch and I will definitely recommend all of you guys to do the same thing if you are a fan of Floyd Money Mayweather's or Tension Nasukawa so there you go yeah so that is coming up for New Year's Eve and of course UFC 232 is happening on December 29th right yeah I need to check my calendar yes 29th yeah so um, that fight that whole fight card is actually going to be headlined by a rematch between Alexander Gustafson the I think he's the number one um, light heavyweight contender in the light heavyweight division and he's going to be fighting off against John Jones whose suspension is finally up and of course you guys already know and actually, many people regard John Jones as one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. I mean, you know, that's that's a de- debatable topic. Um, we will actually definitely talk about that next week when we do get to break down this fight in, in full detail. But, you know, that's just how people have been regarding um, John Jones for the past uh, few years. Unfortunately, things haven't been going uh, perfectly for John Jones outside the octagon. And he's been facing many charges and suspensions due to many, many reasons that I don't really want to go into detail for this particular episode. We'll talk about it next week. But, you know, f- uh, he actually received a um, suspension uh, due to his past fight that he had a few. I think it was actually in 2015 or 2016. It was supposed to be his quote unquote comeback fights. But then USADA, the United States Anti-Doping Agency, actually found some substances that they were not really supposed to find in John Jones's um, samples. And so because of that, um, John Jones was actually suspended for... I would say a good two years and now finally his suspension is up. It was actually up in uh, October, but then um, Dana Weiss, the president of the UFC, announced that he will actually be fighting Alexander Gustafsson in December on on, uh, December 29th for the light heavyweight title. And um, it is also mentioned that uh, because currently the the reigning light heavyweight champion of the UFC is, of course, Daniel Cormier, D.C. And you guys already know he's the double champ because he's currently the champion at light heavyweight and heavyweight. So when John Jones and Alexander Gustafson are fighting for the light heavyweight belts and whoever wins this fight is going to become the actual undisputed light light heavyweight champion and Daniel Cormier is going to be stripped of that light heavyweight title as a result. I mean, it totally does make sense because how could you be the champion if you haven't really been back at your original weight division? I'm talking about Daniel Cormier here because ever since he fought at heavyweights, you know, things have been working out pretty well for him and heavyweight. You know, he doesn't really have to cut that much weight anymore. And it's just so much more comfortable for him. And I totally understand. It's totally understandable. So it seems like he's not really planning on coming back down to light heavyweight. And, you know, that's okay. So let's just let's have other guys who are actually on the on the on the top and our top ranked contenders fight for that title you know just let's just have them have their moment and um 
thankfully, Danny Cormier is actually very understanding of that. And um, yeah, so John Jones and Alexander Gustafson will be fighting for the light heavyweight title on December 29th. Um, and also for the co-main event of the evening, I'm actually personally really looking forward to this fight because this fight is going to be between um, Chris Cyborg, the women's featherweight champion of the UFC, and Amanda Nunes, the women's bantamweight champ- uh, champion at the at the UFC, and uh, they're going to be going at it against each other. This fight is going to be really, really interesting. Um, because they're they're just uh, two of the best um, uh, women's fighters, at least in the UFC, if not the whole sport of MMA. And I'm just really curious to see how things are actually going to go between these two ladies because I'm a huge fan of both of them. And um, yeah, so these are the two big fights that are going to be happening for that UFC 232 fight card. And um, so many more other fights are actually going to be featured on that same card. And um, next week will actually be considered the official fight week. So I'm going (laughs) to not go into too much detail for for those fights and not trying to break them down in too much detail i just wanted to bring it up and sort of make an announcement so, so that you guys actually know what we have coming up for next week in terms of breakdowns okay so we have all of those things coming up for next week our 99th episode yes <laughs> i'm not trying to flex on you guys but just saying that'll be our 99th episode yeah so <laughs> those are the things that we have coming up for next week so yes ufc 232 official all exclusive official fight breakdown we have it all coming up for next week and as for this week well after f- 15 minutes later <laughs> if you guys know spongebob you know how um something happens and then that that really ridiculous voice just says two hours later or something i don't know i, I just came into my mind whatever so for this week, actually, we have a brief, I'm trying to keep it as brief as possible because I talked a lot about what we have coming up for the upcoming weeks. So I'm just going to briefly talk about the boxing fight that happened over this past weekend between Canelo Alvarez and Rocky Fielding. I'm just going to keep it brief. Yeah, as much as possible. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the most recent beef that has actually been going on between two of the biggest promoters in combat sports right now. You probably have heard of this right now, even if you're not really a combat sports fan. Well, of course, I'm talking about the beef between the Golden Boy Promotions promoter and um, um, uh, Hall of Famer boxer Oscar De La Hoya and, of course, UFC President Dana White. So they've actually been going back and forth and um, there's a lot of beef between these two guys and we'll definitely talk about this in more detail today. And, um, okay, actually, I'm not sure if we're going to have time to break this uh, fight that I'm going to talk about right now. Um, So I'm just going to briefly talk about it so that we get it out of the way. So this upcoming weekend, I know it's more of a quiet weekend because for in in two weeks coming up, we have, like I said, that UFC 232 fight card happening and all of those um, uh, good fights are happening. So this this upcoming weekend, we actually don't have a lot coming up, but still we have a really good heavyweight fight coming up with between Derek Chisora and Dillian White. So just a brief background about these two guys. So they've actually fought each other um, back in the day in 2015. And like I said, they're both heavyweights. 
Um, something about Derek Chisora is that before he moved on to boxing, he was actually a professional kickboxer. And then after he moved to, uh, he transitioned into boxing, his first fight was actually against Dillian White. And in the first fight, actually, the, the, the fight actually went to uh, Dillian White through split decision, right? And um, the, the, the debate, the constant debate is uh, whether or not the same thing would happen in this rematch against Dillian White and Derek Chisora. And the thing is, Dillian White himself is actually the number one um, uh, challenger, you could say, in line for the heavyweight WBC title, who is currently being held by Deontay Wilder. But because Deontay Wilder just fought Tyson Fury to, to defend his title, well, a lot of people are actually saying that uh, Dillian White is not actually going to get a chance to go against Deontay Wilder to challenge his WBC title. And a lot of people are actually saying that given that he wins this fight against uh, Derek Chisora, he's actually going to be facing off against Anthony Joshua, who's actually booked against a to-be-determined um, uh, <laughs> opponent. He's actually supposed to be fighting sometime in April, but we don't know who he's actually going to be facing off against. And um, a lot of people are saying, like I said, that if um, Dillian White wins this fight against uh, Derek Chisora, he is going to be the one who's going to be fighting off against Anthony Joshua and challenging him for all of his titles. So we'll see how things go in this particular fight. Um, overall, it's it, it will be guaranteed a very, very good fight, just like how all, at least most of the heavyweight fights are at at, um, uh, at boxing so definitely recommend all of you guys to catch up with this fight now this fight of course is going to be because both of these guys are British so um, the fight is actually going to be happening in London and the O2 arena and uh, so you uh, please do make sure that you watch it on time and you don't actually try to look for it at night um, in Eastern time zone at like 10 p.m. or something because the fight have pro has probably taken place. So if you are living in the Eastern time zone and you actually want to catch up with this fight, um, usually when they do have fights over in the UK, the, the main event actually starts at around 5 p.m. ish. So try to try to turn on your TV and tune into the pay-per-view around that time. So make sure you actually catch up with this fight on time. And yeah, I'm just really excited to see how things will actually go between Derek Chisora and Dillian White. And actually, it will be really interesting if Derek Chisora shocks the world and actually comes on top in this fight against Dillian White. And, um, you know, things will definitely be a bit different especially if Derek Chisora is going to be the one who's going to be fighting <laughs> Anthony Joshua next as an as an obligation so we'll we'll see how things actually go in this fight and yeah definitely do give this fight a watch Alrighty, so briefly now moving on to the beef between Oscar De Hoya and um, Dana White so everything actually got started when Oscar De La Hoya. So like I said, Oscar De La Hoya, he used to be a phenomenal boxer. He's one of the people, one of the boxers that is always going to be regarded in, in boxing history as one of the best, um, um, one of the at least one of the best uh, boxers in the in the middleweight division and the welterweight division and in those lighter weight divisions, especially because um, uh, because he fought against many. 
many um, famous names, including guys like Floyd Mayweather and uh, even uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. He was actually able to beat him. And then he held many titles when he was at his prime, but then he's retired now. And, um, of course, he has his own promotional company, Golden Boy Promotions. So, usually, Golden Boy Promotions does promotions in boxing, for boxing. But then, um, you guys are all familiar with the uh, third fights between... um, what, <laughs> between Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz, you know, the fight that was actually all promoted by Golden Boy Promotions and um, Oscar De La Hoya out of nowhere. He just decided to have his first ever MMA promotion um, event. And, um, you know, that fight, like I said, the first fight that he ever had as a headliner for his Golden Boy Promotions MMA card was this um, Chuck Liddell and um, Tito Ortiz fight. And um, he actually did receive a lot of criticism for the fact that, you know, both of these guys that he had a headline, his his uh, first ever MMA card, were way out of their prime. And, um, you know, there's been constant debate of, especially by people on the MMA side, on uh, MMA purists, rather, saying that Oscar De La Hoya shouldn't have booked um, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz uh, for his first ever MMA card because they're just really old. They're not really supposed to be fighting anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then there's there's some debate going on by um, people who are actually in favor of Golden Boy Promotions MMA being being, um, uh, in work, saying that, well, maybe if people like Dana White, who originally gave gave um, MMA that sense of mainstreamness you could say if if they originally had uh, the the back and um, uh, they actually supported people like Tito Ortiz and um, Chuck Liddell initially maybe things would not have turned out the way that they have for these people, these these fighters who are not really at, at their prime. And, you know, they're, they're, people like Oscar De La Hoya are originally accusing people like Dana White of not having the backs of those type of fighters. And then Dana White is saying that, man, no, Oscar De La Hoya, you're ruining the sport, blah, blah, blah. And then Oscar De La Hoya saying, no, Dana White, you're the one who doesn't care about fighters, blah, blah, blah. So they're constantly going back and forth back and forth and honestly i'm not sure if this is just a show or they're just trying to just um grab attention into into what they're doing right now maybe in the future they have something coming up together and they're just trying to get people's attention to to um both of them, maybe they're actually going to join forces in the future and, um, I don't know, have something like a, like a boxing slash MMA fusion fights, fight card or something. But, you know, it doesn't really make sense to me because when you are a promoter, all you have to care about is your, is your promotion and your business. So, in this case, the, the beef doesn't really sound uh, genuine to me and uh, it, it is a bit weird and I feel like Oscar De La Hoya initially because he I think he was the one who started it uh, all and um, he should 
sort of calm down, you know, like just just if you listen, Oscar, if you really want to have your own MMA promotion company, like just go for it. And you there is no need for you to to bash other other promotions like the UFC, because they've been in the game for way too long, for almost two decades now, almost. Yeah, 25 years. So. If you if you actually want to uh, get more views on your cards, this is not the way to go. Maybe you should actually think th- more thoroughly about who you're going to be having on your MMA cards, and uh, ins- instead of actually going against other uh, promoters in the MMA game because they've been in the game for way longer than you, and of course you're a legendary promoter in, in when it comes to boxing, but not necessarily in MMA. And uh, if you really want to have good cards in MMA, maybe you should actually sit down with a good crew you know uh, select certain uh, certain good MMA fighters and just I would say you should actually get advice from people like Dana White like I said he's been in the game for way so like way too long so much longer than you so it would be best for you to just get advice from Dana White rather than actually going against him and and social media and just beefing with them like it does not make sense at all Anyhow, so <laughs> that's the gossip for this week. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are actually talking about this for some reason, but I, I just think it's really ridiculous. Anyhow, so let's briefly talk about, because we already talked about Golden Boy Promotions. Um, of course, Golden Boy Promotions poster boy, Canelo Alvarez, was actually fighting over this past weekend. And I in- originally expressed my um, interest in this fight uh, this past week when we actually broke down this fight between Canelo Alvarez and Rocky Fielding. Because Rocky Fielding was actually a champion in um, super middleweights. And Canelo, um, he usually fights, actually, so originally he started in welterweight and then he moved up weight divisions, you know, weight division after weight division. And um, for the past few fights that he has had, he had been fighting in middleweights, but now he actually moved on to super middleweight. So that's just about five pounds heavier than um, what he used to fight at at middleweights. So this fight starts between Rocky Fielding and Canelo Alvarez and, okay, it looks ridiculous because it just looks really, really suspicious because Rocky Fielding, like I told you guys, he's the taller guy. He has more physical advantages than um, than um, Canelo. So it makes sense for someone as tall as him to stay on the outside and maintain his range while he's boxing someone, especially a shorter and more stocky guy like Canelo. So it would, be, it would be really sensible for him to actually do all those things, right? But instead, what Rocky Fielding does is that he intentionally corners himself, goes into full-on defensive mode from round one, and then that allows, obviously, Canelo Alvarez to shoot for body shots because he's uh, Rocky Fielding is actually allowing Canelo to get close to him and not one, but three body shots, heavy body shots, were actually absorbed by Rocky Fielding. And, okay, I understand that, uh, obviously, any shot hurts, but when you're the world champion, if you really want to beat your opponent and be the better fighter on finites, you have to be perseverant and you have to take all those shots in and not really show all, all that pain and agony in your face. But what Rocky Fielding did was the exact opposite because every every shot that was actually connecting with his body, he would take them and then he would knee down and he would actually show that he's given up and... It, it was just really frustrating to me because I know that Rocky Fielding is about the same level of um, at, at 
Canelo Alvarez. And, you know, they're both great fighters, but I just don't know why Rocky Fielding was fighting uh, the way he was fighting on fight night against Canelo Alvarez. It almost looked like he was not even at an amateur level. And I know in reality, that's not how Rocky Fielding is, but I don't know if his nerves got to him or if I'm not really accusing anybody of doing anything illegal, but things are not necessarily the cleanest when it comes to boxing. And there are sometimes corruption in boxing, even though I love boxing from the butter of my heart. But unfortunately, this is how things go in boxing. And um, listen, I'm just um, I'm just putting out allegations out there. I'm not necessarily accusing anybody of doing anything, okay? But it just looked a bit suspicious the way Rocky Fielding was fighting, and it just did not look real. So that's my opinion for that particular fight. And man, oh darn! Okay, I'm just looking at the clock right now, and unfortunately, that is all the time we're gonna have for this week. So okay, y'all, next week you already know. We are going to be thoroughly breaking down UFC 232, okay? So make sure you tune in for that particular breakdown. And yeah, man, you already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.